to the left to the left everything you own in a box to the left what's up y'all this is coach Vaughn aka Von DiCarlo on your airwaves yes I finally made it I am here for the coach Vaughn podcast and coach Vaughn is on what's up people how you doing um is the Giants singing to the left to the left to o- Odell Beckham Jr did they say hey no one is untouchable in the closet. That's my stuff. Yes, if I bought it, mm, please don't touch, don't touch. And keep talking that mess. That's fine. But could you walk and talk at the same time? Uh, that's my name that's on that tag. So remove your bags and let me call you a cab. Oh, Odell Beckham Jr., honey. Rock star football player that you are. Uh, the Giants basically said, you the bomb. But you ain't exempt from life, my friend. You can get out it, too. You can get the deuces up, too. Wow. Um. Question. Will Odell Beckham Jr. be famous without football? Because he's certainly, you know, in a day and age of social media, he's famous without football at this point. But do people care about him in terms of a... a being a social media star or a public figure without the the Giants name tag because the Giants is making it clear, honey, you could party all you want with all the chicks you want, sniff, snort, flip, flop, act crazy, flip around, but you want that big old check that not only says that you're one of the best football players ever, but also that you represent our brand. Um, how about maybe not? Wow. I mean, I am not a football connoisseur, but I do know, you know, the the basic stuff that's happening in the world of sports entertainment in general. So I, I'm not, I don't sit and watch all the football games. I watched the movie Concussion and I cried. You know, I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm here now. I did some shows out here with Dion Cole at the Improv, which was awesome, but I was mostly here. Um, just to visit my mom, um, if you've been listening to the show, you know that she has cancer, lung cancer, and she also has a tumor in her head on attached to her sinuses. Um, had the lung surgery um, a few weeks ago, whenever I was here last time, and now she's going through chemo for the one that's in her head. Um, had a really good time out here doing comedy, but also focusing on my mom, and thank God for comedy. Let me tell you, it keeps us alive. My mom is a a jokester as well. I definitely get my humor from my mom and she is being strong and funny um, through this whole thing. She's the bomb. But, you know, mentioning Pittsburgh because it's a, it's a football town. So it's always shocking to people that I'm such a huge basketball fan and not a huge football fan. I'm like, dude, first of all, um, I love the Steelers by law. Uh, <laughs> I said that at, at, I think it was the first show, because uh, I missed Thursday's show. Dion sold out all five shows, Thursday, um, one on Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, uh, because of the nor'eastern weather BS storm, I wasn't able to leave Wednesday or Thursday. I didn't get here until Friday, so I did two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, and I, it's my hometown. It's my first time performing at the improv and I was very excited and grateful and 
I'm like, you know, in my hometown, still town, black and yellow, black and yellow. And some lady right in the front was like, black and gold. I was like, oh, okay. All right, peel my cap back ASAP. <laughs> Ain't even been 30 seconds yet. I said, uh, what's, what's Khalifa said is black and yellow. I would say black and yellow. But it was funny because I'm like, look, I know this is a, a this is Steeler Nation for real, for real. And uh, point taught me saying all of this is if you are not a football fan, you're a weirdo. And if you're not a Steelers fan and you're from Pittsburgh, it's somehow against the law. And you could probably get the death penalty. I'm not too sure. I will have to get my fact checkers out on that one. But hey, it's Pittsburgh. Let me tell you. Um, but, you know, I know, like I said, the the. In sports entertainment in general, I know all the popular things that's going on, so it's not surprising that I know about OBJ. Um, uh, so what 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 do you guys think? Will he be famous without football? He's gonna play. He's definitely gonna play. Playing for the Giants, I think, is a big deal. No, it's a New York team. Playing for a New York team is the shit. I don't care if the team sucks. Like playing for the Knicks, who I believe. Trey Burke dropped, what, 36 tonight? And oh, it was an overtime loss. I have to pull that up. Um, but, yeah, playing for the Knicks. No Knicks tank. It's still the shit, even though we're at, like, 11th seed right now. Someone laughed at me when I was out at, uh, I think it was at the Grizzly Pair or at the Comedy Cellar, arguing sports, as I always do. And, um... <laughs> Someone, I said that we're, at least we're an 11th seed, and they laughed their ass off, like, really, you're claiming that? I'm like, yeah, we might not be in the playoffs, but we're not dead ass last. <laughs> no Knicks tank, forget y'all. Anyway, uh, no one is untouchable, Odell Beckham Jr., and does he care, is my point. Because when you think about it, these athletes get these massive contracts, and football is a tough gig. Football is a tough gig. Like I said, I, I saw the movie Concussion. I cried. I, I really don't like the injuries of football. And the, the, it's sad to me. Um, some of these head injuries and, and just the football life is tough. Being an athlete in general is tough. And just because you're making millions and millions and millions of dollars, I don't think that justifies cracking your skull open. Sorry, it's not that serious. You only have one life to live. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm not going to justify getting your, your skull cracked open and and doing all these, you know, activities in football <sighs> as, as, oh, well, he's a millionaire. So what? There's other ways to make money, especially in, in, the, in 2018. That's why I'm asking that question. Does Odell Beckham Jr. really care? Does he care? He got money in the bank and he's a public figure right now that is sought after for many different things and many different reasons, even if it's just club appearances, you know, he's going to make money. He could write a book. He could, he could sell, you know, he's good looking. So there's clothes, there's hell, there's hair care products. Um, cause his hair is a signature look as well. So does he care? Would you care? Would you care if you had, you know, his money that he has in the bank right now, Plus the possibility of whatever endorsements would you be like if and they start singing Beyonce's irreplaceable to you? Would you be like, eh, get the fuck out of here? I'm still me. 
And you can't take me away from me, even if you take football away. Because Colin Kaepernick hasn't played, and he's popular as ever as, you know, he's in a different lane. You know, definitely not comparing (laughs) Colin Kaepernick's uh, fight for justice. I'm not comparing that to Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, uh, fight for a party (laughs) at all. But you get what I'm saying. Um, I know these athletes want to play their game, but football's a tough gig, man. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if the Giants are singing Beyonce's Irreplaceable to them, um, well, first of all, it's Neo wrote the song Irreplaceable. I remember when I first heard the song, I was like, this sounds like a guy. Like, women, we don't, this isn't, this isn't typically the thought process, if you think of the lyrics of that song, this isn't the thought process of of a woman. This is this sounds like a dude kicking a, a chick out. And then I found out that Neo wrote the song. He actually recorded a, a demo of it and he sold it because he said that he if he sang the song, he would alienate a large portion of his female fan base. So, uh, of course, genius as it is, give it to Beyonce. And boom, number one classic hit. Um, you must not know about me. You must not know about me. Hey. Um, anyway. Uh, where was I going with that? Oh, <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. To the left, to the left. Yeah. Um, being an athlete is a tough gig, people. I don't care how much money you make. Right now, the Warriors' entire team allegedly is out and hurt. You know, if you listen to the, I think it was the last podcast, I'm not sure if it's an okey-doke and they're just resting all the star players for the playoffs. But I don't know because Steph Curry is now, the reports are saying now that Steph Curry isn't going to make the first round of the playoffs and now it's all on KD. Wow. Kevin Durant, can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it? I don't know, but they're saying he has a sprain in his left knee, la-di-da-di-da. I'm like, what y'all going to rest Steph Curry through the playoffs, the first round of the playoffs too? Put it all on KD, and then you have your super team for like the second and third rounds, or we'll see how long they, they go with this little injury report. I don't know. I'm still skeptical. I got my little uh, microscope emoji eye on Steph Curry on and the Warriors right now with all their so-called injuries. But it is very, very difficult being an athlete, y'all. It's Money can't buy your life. I'm sorry. Money is very relative. And yes, we all have bills. And um, like the great late Biggie Small said, more money, more problems. It's relative. It's relative. How much money is enough money to buy your life away? Like if you saw the movie Concussion and if you know some of the reports, I don't want to get into it with specific real life reports of these athletes having CTE. Is it worth your life? Like to that extent, how much money do you really need? So I don't know. If I was Odell Beckham Jr., I would want to play. I would want to get my money or whatever. But if they said hit the road, Jack, and started singing Beyonce to me and Ray Charles, I would just be like, don't come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Okay, but look at my Instagram account. I'm going to go just do appearances, sell shit, uh, be a model, 
walk during fashion week, get a pad tea commercial and, and call it a day. And then go live your rock star life and and party your life away with these hookers that you get to your room or whatever they Instagram people. I don't know. I don't know how they meet these girls these days all over the place. It's just a clusterfuck of fucking and and <laughs> clusterfuck of fucking and drugs. <laughs> oh, must be fun. I wouldn't know. I'm not into none of that. Anyway, um, all the pressure is on Katie, everybody. All the pressure is on Katie. What's gonna? What is he gonna do? Without Steph, can he do it? I'm asking a lot of questions today because, you know, I'm always right sometimes and I don't feel like being wrong right now. I think that, I think that KD can do it. I think he'll be fine. Um, it's all mental, you know. He, is everybody out right now? I think Clay is still out. Draymond is out. Uh, who I, I know uh, Swaggy P is in. But he's a sharpshooter, but he needs the whole super team around him, really. Um, he ain't carrying nothing, you know. Who else is out? I don't, I, I'm not going to type it up because you guys know what I'm trying to say. The, the point isn't who is all out with their fake-ass injury reports, allegedly. But can KD carry the team without Steph through the first round of the playoffs? Um are you guys worried? Warrior fans? Are you worried? Are you like, uh, we, that's why we got KD, you know, because he could do everything Steph can do. The team was built around Steph Curry though, offensively. Right. So I, I don't know. I guess this, te this team has gelled with KD, you know, but they won the, they, that they got a ring without KD, you know? So I don't know. Is Kevin Durant mentally strong enough to get through all of this, you know, with the pressure being on the way it is now and the eyes that's on him now. Because, hey, let's not forget, he deuced up and bounced on his team and went to this team, right? Right? So to some people, that makes him kind of a wuss, you know? So can he handle it? We shall see. I don't know. Trailblazers have Damian Lillard blazing out threes like like Steph Curry. I I love the the that you know I love a good underdog story. I wouldn't necessarily call Damian Lillard an underdog per se, but he's a quiet, smooth dude. Like you you if you haven't been really watching basketball overall or watching the Blazers, if you're not like a Portland Trailblazers fan, you might not even really 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 know who Damian Lillard is all like that you didn't know that he was a killer like he is you know what I'm saying the silent killer quiet quiet well composed killer I don't know I don't know but everybody is thinking that it's Houston and I am too that the Warriors have to worry about with or without Steph Curry that's where the concern is so I don't know everything is mental you know, dealing with my mom and cancer, she's in such good spirits. And my mom is so strong. She really believes that she could beat cancer with minimum treatment. And, and the, the you never know until you go through the process of chemo and radiation and what that really is and what happens to their bodies and what's happening with my mom right now. 
And for her to be so mentally strong as she is, I, I think she could go through the first round of the playoffs without Steph Curry on that team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am cut from a very strong woman. The older I get and the more I keep pushing forward and the more I spend time with my mom. And we've always been really, really close. It's just that I live in New York and she lives in, in Steeler Nation, you know, so... I'm coming home as often as I can and I'm spending as much time with her and going through chemo with her. I was going to get my hair chopped off and go full-blown Amber Rose with her. But she, my mother is so funny. She, I get my goofy spirit from her, like weird goofballs. And she's always cracking jokes to make everyone feel better. And it's no surprise that I'm a stand-up comedian because you know, I filter that pain, right? I love to hear people laugh. I love, I love to make people feel better. That's my mother. She loves to make people feel better. That's her value on this earth to her within her soul. She knows that. And I feel that same exact way. Like my value here on this earth is, is putting what I have, all my positivity into others. And being able to encourage others to be strong and smile and laugh through the roughest shit is such a privilege. I'm so honored to to have that skill and that talent. And I'm only getting better and better and better and better and better. I'm gonna be a problem one day. I do if I do say so myself. If I do say so myself. Hello, call it I go from Beyonce to Jay. You know how I do. But um yeah, the point I'm making is it's it's all, everything is mental. Everything is mental. If my mother felt like she couldn't get through every round of the playoffs and into the finals of her chemo and this, these radiation treatments and beat this cancer and get her ring, get and her the ring to my mom is is a stake. Like she she wants she's gonna be finished with chemo around Mother's Day and uh, we're gonna have a nice little Mother's Day dinner and party for her and she just wants you know her to go to her favorite restaurant and have a nice steak because she can't eat if you if you understand and know what chemo and radiation treatments is and what what happens uh, you understand I don't want to get into the details of that but that's her that's gonna be her final round is in May and you have to beat everything mentally first. Everything, 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 everything. I don't care what you're going through physically. You have to beat it mentally first. So that's why I understand if people are questioning Kevin Durant and if he could get through the first round of the playoffs without Steph. I get it. I get it. I don't think it's that extreme. Now, if we're deep into the playoffs and into the finals... And it's 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 up to that uh, to up sorry up to KD to grab that ring without Steph. Who um now my vote is going to whoever they're planning. My vote will go to the Knicks in that case. <laughs> I mean KD proved his point when he jumped ship and joined the Warriors. So what can I say? We got Trey Burke out there <laughs> dropping damn near forty <laughs> for the Knicks. No Knicks tank. So I don't know. I don't know. The jury is out. This is going to be a very exciting playoffs. And I can't wait 
to always be right sometimes through the entire playoffs and finals this year. It's going to be good. And I do believe that KD will be fine in the first round. That's my first vote. I think he'll be fine without Steph for a while. But the deeper it gets and the deeper that pressure gets, I don't know. He's definitely one of the top players on, on, on the entire planet. Go planet Earth for creating a KD. But mm, as we spin around and spin around and spin around, I don't know. I don't know that, that he'll make it all the way. Now, if he does, let's say hypothetically, um, Steph Curry's injury is real and it's not some okie doke report so that he could rest and then come back stronger than Superman, uh, the White Wolf and Black Panther all in one. <laughs> uh, let's say hypothetically, he's not just resting and he's quote unquote injured then, uh, and he stays out the entire, he, he doesn't even play the finals. And Kevin Durant grabs that ring without Steph. Wow. Can you imagine that? Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Then he could be singing, uh, <laughs> he could do a duet with Odell Beckham Jr. and sing Irreplaceable. <laughs> they could do the remix. Like, mm, to the right, to the right. Everything I own in a box to the right. Because you know my shots are tight. Don't you think I could be replaced ever, not ever, one day in this earth, on, on this planet? Don't you know my mom is Janet Jackson, if you're nasty. Like my shots, it's so nasty. I'm K-D-O-B-D-J. Why did I put a D in there? I'm the worst rapper ever. But uh, I almost had a flow. Just like I'm always right sometimes, uh, I am I can almost rap sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, keep talking that mess, y'all, out there, and we'll see what happens. I'm going to cut it short today. I'm very tired. It's almost midnight. Um, I had a great uh, weekend at the Pittsburgh Improv. Shout out again, Dion Cole, for letting me jump on those shows and roll with him all week. Um, I was at Rutgers University in Jersey before we came out to Pittsburgh. Had a great, 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 great time. Um, if you've never seen Dion Cole live, go see him. He's superb. You know, I'm, I'm very blessed that I get to um, work with some vets and legends in this game that are incredible. I learned so much, especially when I'm on the road, you know, and being in Pittsburgh in my hometown this past weekend was a super blessing. Comedy saves my life and I hope that I'm saving others' lives as I am making people laugh and learning how to get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger in comedy so I continue this journey and make people stronger. And many blessings out there to anyone who is going through what my mother is going through as far as um, cancer and chemo and, and the radiation treatment. And it's, it's brutal. It's rough. But she's going to get to the finals. She's going to get her ring. It's going to be the best stake ever, I'm telling you. It's going to be a good time. And, you know, I'm coming off the bench for my mom. So if I pop up with a baldy, uh, my mom told me no. She said I couldn't shave my head to join her in the bald head gang. 
um, cause she, <laughs> she, she said that we only need one Amber Rose in a family. She's so cute. She's so funny. Um, but I got my hair braided and in my faux locks and I'm tempted, I'm tempted to chop it off and go full blown Sinead O'Connor, <laughs> Amber Rose with my mom, but she wouldn't approve of it. So whatever my mom says goes and she's beating cancer. So I know she could beat my ass and I listen to my mama. Y'all listen to your mama, call your mama, tell your mamas you love her, you know, call your moms and make sure that you're giving love to the people that gave you life and love. Um, no matter what the relationship is with your mom, you know, I'm sure for the most part, I know there are some traumatic stories out there, but I'm pretty sure that whatever your mom did in raising you was because she loves you. And it's, if it's your turn to take care of her, make sure you do that. Don't be an ass. Don't be an ass. Help your mom through whatever, um, playoffs and finals that she needs you in because I'm definitely coming off the mo the bench for my mom. My sister is a starter. Big shout out to my sister, Michelle, and my nephew, Devondre, and my niece, my little niece, who I saw um, in church this past Sunday. I got to see her. She's a praise dancer. Um, Deja, she did great. They are the starters. They are here with her every day. And um, I'm off the bench out of New York, coming back and forth. Y'all pray for my strength, my mother's strength, my family's strength, and getting us through the playoffs and the finals. Yes, we're going to make it. And we're going to be mentally tough so that whatever physical issues there are, we will beat them with a bat. Well, not with a bat. My mom is a Steelers fan. She's definitely pro football. I'm basketball. My sister, I don't, I don't know if she cares either way, but I don't think anyone in my family is a big baseball fan. We all kind of sleep when baseball comes on. Um, that's our cue to, <laughs> well, for my mom, it's our cue to turn on Steve Harvey. She loves the prices, right? I swear I didn't know. Steve Harvey runs my mama's house. I swear to you. Every time I come to my mother's house, it's like, I, why are they running marathons of the, not the prices, right? I'm sorry. Um, family Feud. Steve Harvey family feud like it's just always on always on it's just so weird uh anyway I'm back in New York on Thursday and Friday I'm filling in for comedian Godfrey for the power hour Thursday and Friday at noon please tune in and listen to me on there call in um talk to me on air we could talk about all of this stuff, whatever was going on on the radio that day when I'm talking. But please do call in um, and also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Numbers really matter in this game, guys. You know that. Make sure you're following me. Make sure you're leaving comments and tweeting me and leaving comments, tagging, you know, the radio station in it and, and, and hashtagging Coach Vaughn and all that good stuff. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you're doing that. Make sure you're subscribing to the Coach Vaughn podcast as well. You know, as it's growing, people are asking my numbers and they're interested in helping me grow this and, and make it bigger and better. And I want you guys to come along the ride for the, for the ride with me and take Coach Vaughn podcast as far as we could take it, right? You guys are my starters and my number ones, six mans off the bench. 
you are the bomb. Uh, so make sure you are subscribing and telling a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, the Coach Vaughn podcast is not just sports. It's all about love, basketball, comedy. Um, it could be anything love. It could be relationships. It could be like today. It's all about love for your mom, you know, love for your family, love for your teammates, love for yourself, love for your career. It's not just, you know, romantic love, even though if you read my book, Speak Fluent Man, go to speakfluentman.com, purchase the book, make sure you're leaving reviews on Amazon. Um, that's that book is the same way. It's grounded in the truth of the relationship that I was in, that the book is based on the memoir. However, you could apply anything in that book to any relationship because love Love should have brought you home last night. I'm sorry, that just made me think of <laughs> Boomerang, the way I said love. But love is is across the board. It doesn't just mean romantic relationships. Let's love each other as much as we can while we're still, still here on earth. It's such a privilege to be alive. And I know life is hard, y'all. I know everyone that is listening to me right now is going through something. I don't post a lot of personal, personal, personal stuff on Instagram and Twitter. My mother wanted me to post that, um, you know, when she got her head shaved and stuff and asked for prayers. And But you guys know me. I keep it fun. I don't, you know, I think it's irresponsible to post really, really dark moments. You have to always be strong and show strength and and that's how you inspire others. But that's not to say that you don't have weak moments because I certainly do. Comedy is what is saving my life and has always saved my life. And I don't know what saves your life, but I do know that you are going through something as well. But I encourage you that whatever it is, you are not alone. You are not alone. I am here with you. Though we fall apart. You're always in my heart. <laughs> now I'm singing Michael Jackson. I'm bugging. I'm going to get out of here. I love y'all. Um, I'm back in New York uh, doing shows over the weekend. I think I'm at Broadway Comedy Club in a pair or something like that. Whatever. Follow me. I'll post it. You get it. You get it. You got it. Good. Coach Vaughn out.